Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. This is comedian and actor Keith Lyle. You're listening to Jim and Florence on the Forum. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Jackson. Welcome to the Forum. We're here with a special guest today, but before we are going to announce that, I wanted to give props to my partner, Florence, for all the great work that she's done and all the great guests that we've gotten. And uh, I'm very excited. Next week, uh, we have another great guest that Florence is going to be talking about. We put up a video today and it just kind of blew up. Uh, so we're we're really excited about all the things that are happening. How are you doing, Florence? I'm doing great, Jim. And yes, it's been an amazing week having um, sports Sports reporter Laura Ackman and having actress Laura Kuet also, and now next week we have um, Colin from Below Deck Mediterranean, and yes, com- just so over the moon, so excited, and I just want to thank everybody for all the love today with the video, all the likes, all the retweets, all the comments. It's just it's amazing what's happening. So yes. It's- been a great day so far <laughs> the florence carmella train is running strong i'm just holding on trying to keep up with florence she's doing such a great job and we're excited below deck med fans i told you we'd come through for you uh, a lot of you are, are uh, chomping at the bit for that one and next week we're gonna have a fun time with colin we're gonna talk about below deck med we're gonna talk about all the little relationships all the little drama so it should be a lot of fun but before we get to that we have a very special guest that's near and dear to our heart that Florence is going to talk about. Yes, we have for our second interview, our part two with the singing chef, the celebrity singing chef, Andy LaRusso. And Andy's going to talk to us about what he's been up to and all the great things he has going on. Hi, Andy. How are you? Ciao. Hey, Andy. <laughs> 
Oh, you guys, you guys want to make me sing. I'll tell you. And cook. I'm cooking a big, I'm cooking a romantic dinner tonight for a few friends. And I'll tell you, I wish you guys were close by. I know you, where everybody's all scattered. I'm in the center of the, the country. You guys are both on the coast. You know what I mean? But here we are talking together. It's just, oh, it's so yeah. wonderful. A lot of things have mm-hmm. happened since we talked last. The really fun, uh-huh. fun, uh, exciting things that, uh, you know, that uh, I want to share with our global family for sure. Well, that's fantastic, Andy. Why don't we first start about what you're doing now, what's going on, and then we'll get into some of the juicy stories that you have with some of the celebrities that, you, that you've worked with over the, over the years. Well, you know, it's, it's been a really great ride. Uh, like you said, you're holding on the, to the train. Florence is the uh, conductor. And that's what happens sometimes, you know. Somebody has to take the wheel and then step on the pedal and put the pedal to the metal. So I appreciate that, especially Florence, you doing that too with all the work you're doing. But, you know, for me, it's, it's you know, being here in the uh, Iowa, uh, one of the things that I experienced for the very first time are the people, thousands, 12,000 cyclists riding across Iowa. Every year wow. they do it in the middle of the summer and they mm-hmm. stop in different places. So it was six years ago, it's called Ragbri, the ride across um, Iowa. And uh, I had a great time. I went out to the park uh, when they came to town and tents were everywhere. As far as the eye can see, they, they uh, park in people's houses, you know, their yards. They pitched a tent and they had bands and music and everything going on, gelato and all kinds of pizzas and everything for the, for the riders. And it was just wonderful to see this town of only 10,000 people come alive, <laughs> Fairfield, <laughs> Iowa. And that was just it was just such a great blessing to be here and and I have so many friends here too and they all love my cooking some of which are again are coming over tonight for my dinner but uh you know I yeah I have the um a really great opportunity because I'm so centrally located at the moment for the next couple months to drive to my next gigs and the one that's coming up September 21st and it's called the North Star Mohegan Casino and that's in uh, Bowler, Wisconsin. Now, uh, I can either fly from Cedar Rapids, which is about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes away, or I am choosing to drive. Uh, it's only a six-hour drive because everything, again, is, is relatively close by in, in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to drive. I'm going to take a nice, leisurely drive up to Wisconsin. And uh, they expect about 300, 400 people uh, I don't know if you saw the mailing that the creative department did, the um, uh, online department and the digital department did. Did you guys see that when I, I posted I, it? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, I did. I think I saw it just on Facebook. Yeah, it's basically what, what it is basically is uh, when I do my shows, they're always marketed to the high rollers, the people that really, really take care of the casino, spend a lot of money, have a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And they sent out a beautiful mailer that was in the shape of a chef hat. Mm-hmm. And on that chef hat was the menu that I'm going to be doing at this particular show. It's going to be a four-course sit-down dinner menu, nice, uh, simply served as family style. And uh, they mail that out to about five or 600 of their VIPs or on their top list. And I thought that was really special. They really want to do it upright. That makes me feel good, you know, when somebody really appreciates the opportunity uh, that they've been given. And I have, uh, you know, been very fortunate to have these people from one of the tribes up there. I don't know the tribe's name up there in Wisconsin, 
uh, that will be hosting me up there. So I'm looking forward. That's September 21st. Of course, it's a closed uh, show because it's, uh, you know, it's only VIPs only sure. uh, for that particular show. Mm-hmm. A quick thing, yeah. Andy. So that, a qu- yeah. a quick thing, Andy, I wanted to ask you. When you do a show like that, how do you go about preparing the menu? Do you do you have something kind of in store? Do you talk to the people? Do you kind of just create one yourself? How, what is the, actually the inspiration? Well, a beautiful thing. A couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, one of our global family, Angela Sargent from, uh, you know her very well from Sydney. Oh, sure. She loves you guys so much. Yeah. From yeah. Sydney, Australia, you know, suggested that I have a really good recent media kit. So she did a media kit for me and a one sheet, which is a one sheet. Basically, it's terms, uh, marketing terms to have everything on one sheet mm-hmm. so people could see what I've done over the last 30 some years. And then that has links to all my, um, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And then there's a link on my media page, media sheet uh, that goes right to the menu. And that menu that people could see when they're looking at prospectively hiring me for it to do an event, they could see the very simplicity of the menu. And it's pretty much prefixed. Although the last show I did last year this time in Florence, Indiana, at the Belterra Casino, mm-hmm. uh, the GM called me and she wanted a seven-course meal because she was exiting the casino after 10 years. She was very, very happy. And she said, Andy, could we do we had a couple items. I said, of course we can. That's not a problem. Sure. So they did a seven course dinner with lobster fra diavolo, mm-hmm. a linguine. They added mm-hmm. bruschetta, you know, extra wine. They did a beautiful antipasti on the table. But mm-hmm. basically it's a simple menu. When I do these shows, it's a four course menu and it's prefixed really on the table is a couple bottles of wine when the VIPs come in. Then there's a, a gorgonzola, calamata olives and red roasted pepper bruschetta on the table. Oh, yeah. And then I tell them what the menu is, and then I go up on stage, and usually we have one of the chickens, chicken scallopini, chicken saltambuca, chicken marsala, and then usually that's served with a side dish of maybe uh, julienne vegetables and uh, um, garlic mashed potatoes, but they also wanted the beef, brajol, which I think you remember, uh, don't you, Florence, growing up with the Sicilian brajol? Oh. Did your family oh, ever make yes. that? Yes. Oh, definitely. That was a favorite um, for my grandfather. And yes, I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a nice flat, uh, you know, flank steak and, and coated with and stuffed with the Parmesan cheese, pine nuts, uh, you know, uh, prosciutto and, and different spices, garlic, and then rolled up and cooked in a red sauce for hours. And then mm-hmm. it becomes fork tender. It's so beautiful. So they wanted that. Then I suggest that they do a uh, creamy polenta because polenta, which mm-hmm. is a cornmeal type of a thing, uh, it used to be the peasant food and it used to be pennies, but now it's a gourmet. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's a gourmet item, polenta. So anyway, yeah. they have that. And, and I told them to do that with a broccoli rab, which is a rapini. It looks like broccoli, but it's bitter in taste, which is really good for us. And of course, my grandmother's Sicilian ricotta cheesecake tops mm. the dessert menu mm. that's at wow. the end so that's the menu that's the whole menu <laughs> that's that sounds absolutely fantastic well in your travels andy you have done some incredible shows your television appearances your news appearances it would take a million years to do all of them why don't we 
get into the juicy bits of some of your interactions with some of the biggest stars that uh, have that you've uh, worked with. Well, a couple of years ago, and I've been in Santa Barbara since 1977, and my gosh, it's it's like my family, and they're all saying, when are you coming back? When are you going to make the dramatic return back to Santa Barbara? And I keep telling them, be patient, pacienza, pacienza, my grandfather used to say. <laughs> but one of the fun things, and I remember that, the fun things, when I met uh, John Travolta, as he just came off one of the biggest uh, movies, uh, you know, probably in, in the, the world, the global Saturday Night Fever. And I was at the time putting myself through school uh, as a massage therapist. I was doing dinner theater. You know, I took uh, uh, drama lessons and not that I really needed because I'm dramatic enough. We Italians are all dramatic. But uh, uh-huh. so I was I was working as a massage therapist in a spa. And a friend of mine calls me. He was in working in the hospital as a uh, uh, psychotherapist, and he calls me up. He says, Andy, I have a, a patient for you that uh, really needs your help. I says, okay, who is it? Uh, you know, I'm busy. I, I got to go back to work, blah, blah, blah. He says, well, you know, uh, do you remember John Travolta? I said, well, how can I forget John Travolta? I said, well, what's the story? He says, well, he's been exercising and working out and training on the mechanical bull. Do you remember the movie's name? Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. Urban- Urban yep. Cowboy, that's right. So he was up at his ranch in Gaviota at the time, a beautiful ranch, 18 acres, just gorgeous. And uh, he was really hurt and he was getting bruised. And he, you know, he's six foot two. He's a big bruiser, big guy, mm-hmm. at least. And uh, my friend says, well, John needs a massage desperately. Are you free? I said, yes, I'm free, but I'm doing my show tonight. I did uh, Funny Girl. I was Nikki Arnstein. In Funny Girl at, wow. at a local dinner theater, which was which oh, wow. was so much fun. I did so many shows there. I did uh, Guys and Dolls. I was Sky Masterson. I was Harry the Horse. I was, you know, all these things that they do off off Broadway, mm-hmm. and and I was doing those in Santa Barbara as well. The, all musicals because I was able to sing and use my voice. So uh, uh, John calls me up. His secretary calls me up and says, um, uh, "Andy, uh, you know where do you live?" And I said, "I'm right here in Santa Barbara." And he came down from Gaviota. He came to, to check me out, make sure I was on the up and up. And he had a he had a big beard. And I asked him, "Yeah, I, I didn't even recognize you, John. What happened?" He says, "Well, my dog." at that time his one of his dogs either got up and bit him or scratched him in his upper lip so that was the excuse he made he grew this big beard he was almost almost non-recognizable on some Mm -hmm. level so we became friends uh he was my client uh i gave him a massage that night and i invited him to come to the dinner theater and i said john how about you know you and your secretary and come on over to the theater you're my guest and uh, we'll have a special seat for you and the dinner was already served of course so uh, he said, sure, I'll come. And so uh, about an hour, hour or two later, after I finished up, showered up, went down to the theater and rehearsed some of my lines and told some of the people. And they, they didn't believe me. He said, ah, John Travolta, you're kidding. He's not coming. Some of them said, oh, my God, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. So here we are. We're waiting for the, you know, John to come. And, and everybody, you know how the audience is. It's a hush silence. And everybody's tinkering around in the beginning before the curtain goes up. It was a small theater. Sure. And we did have a curtain, though. So everybody, you know, waiting, waiting. Is he coming? Is he coming? Looking at their watch because we want to get the show on. You know, everybody's had their dinner. And then John walks in with his secretary, sits in the back table. And there, there was such a hush that you can, it was like a pin drop. You hear like a pin drop. It was such a hush. And then sure. the curtain goes up 
and then Fanny Bryce comes out and the whole show goes on and we had a great show. Everybody was on, on point that night. Everybody was so energetic, you know, cause they're, you know, they're, they're performing for one of the biggest stars in Hollywood at this particular point. Sure. So after the show's over, I, I go up to John, I thank them for coming. I said, John, how would you like to come to our, you know, kiss party? There's always a cast party after these shows, which is great. He says, no, I, I rather not, but you know, I'll, I'll go in the kitchen and I'll autograph to whatever, you know, people want and take photos. And I said, oh, fine. So we went in the kitchen and he was nice enough to sign autographs for everybody. I got an autograph for him, from him, and, and you know, all the, the actors and the people in the play got it. So that was a wonderful thing. And then a number of years later, when I was in Santa Barbara, I was at a restaurant that's been rebuilt after the big mudslides that we had there. Beautiful, San Diego Ranch. And I'm there with my sweetheart, my former sweetheart who passed on, and her son. And uh, she writes me a little, I come in, it was Mother's Day. So I come into the restaurant, very nice, very uh, country-ish restaurant, excellent food. And I come in and my sweetheart, Nina, writes me a little note, uh, look over in the corner, there's John and uh, his wife and one of the uh, family of the uh, uh, uh I forgot the uh, Jackson family, Jackson family. So when I look over and there he is, John, and why I see him, you know, I don't want to disturb him. He's over in the corner sitting in a long table with four or five people. And uh, so we, we get to eating, you know, and then he gets up and with Kelly, his wife, and he, he comes by the table and he does a double take. He says, oh my gosh, I said, John, nice to see you. Andy LaRusso, remember you came and saw me in the, a uh, funny girl. And, you know, I was your massage therapist before you went to Gillies to do uh, uh, Urban Cowboy. He says, oh, my God. He says, man, that was 30 years ago. I said, yeah. <laughs> wow. Time flies by. Time yeah. flies by when you're having fun. You no, know, he, fly, he flies his airport, uh, his uh, plane into the airport in Santa Barbara when he can. But Kelly was pregnant mm. with their new child wow. at the time because he had just lost, unfortunately, he had just lost one of his ch children. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was, a, yeah. yeah, right. You remember that? It was in all the yeah, papers and sure. it was, it was a sad thing. Very sad. Right. Right. You know what's funny? Were, it was a hat. You know, but, what's funny, Andy, is, is at that time, especially when you were seeing him, people forget what a huge career he had to start. I mean, here's, oh, yes. here's five of his six first movies. Carrie, which was a huge hit. Wow. Saturday Night Fever. Grease. Yes. Urban Cowboy yep. and Staying Alive. That's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about Welcome Back, Cotter? I was just going to say, yeah, he also did one of the highest rated television movies, The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. So, oh, he, I remember. yeah, he was, I mean, you couldn't have been any bigger than he was at that time. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a phenomenal inspiration meeting him. And also, he was just going to, he was going to do, you probably knew this, uh, uh, American Gigolo. And uh, I was told, and this is the story that go, went around, that his mom was sick. And for mm -hmm. some reason, he had, you know, he took care of his mom. Mm -hmm. And of course, it went to, you know, Richard Gere, which I think he did a great job. Did you sure. see American Gigolo? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit of it. Yeah. 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 And so when I was up there at his ranch giving him treatments, uh, you know, I went there probably two, three times a week to give him treatments. He had a lot of the suits that they gave him as wardrobe and they were gorgeous. I mean, wow. <laughs> I looked in his closet 
I said, John, what are you going to do with all these suits? He says, well, you know, either I'll give them away or I'll wear them. But it was just such a wonderful relationship. So what had happened was uh, Livy and John came, uh, you know, because that was just before he did the uh, the Grease. Danny DeVito yeah. was there. And so all of them. So I, I had an opportunity to meet them because they were in meetings because he actually took the dance floor from Saturday Night Fever. They took the whole dance floor and moved it up to one of his rehearsal rooms up on his ranch. It was so cool wow. to be able to oh. even walk, walk on that oh. dance floor and do staying alive, staying alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really great. So what, what had happened was he had he'd been starting to travel and I brought him a halava. I don't know if you guys know what halava is. It's a Turkish sesame seed sweet. And it was a big, it was in a cake form. So I brought him that. And unfortunately he was out of town, but I gave it to his, um, his caretakers, his, his people who took care of his ranch. And I made good, they were Scottish and I made good friends with them. And John, when he came back, he wrote me a letter, a wonderful letter. And also, uh, I also still have his letter and I still have the check that he gave me for his, uh, massage treatments it, it was a wonderful it was a wonderful time for me wow. at that time too that is a great story <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor hey jim what why is jackie andrews book phoenix field of mars in your sock drawer i don't know <laughs> admit it you were reading it all right yeah i guess i was reading it i thought you might laugh at me because i thought it was a book for women so i hit it well, now you know. It's a great read for everyone. Men, women, and young adults are loving Jackie's book on time travel, adventure, and ancient times. It's a pretty amazing read that goes by so fast. Now, don't you feel silly for hiding it? Yeah, you're right. The book really is for everyone, and I really loved it, especially the parts with time travel. It was dumb to hide it from you. Well, I'll let you go in the other room and watch your TV shows while I get some work done. Jim, have you seen my Cosmo magazine? Oh, boy. Pick up Jackie Anders' latest book, Phoenix, Field of Mars, at jandersbooks.com. That's www.jandersbooks.com. That's J-A-N-D-E-R-S books.com for Jackie Anders' latest book, Phoenix, Field of Mars. Now, <laughs> Danny DeVito, I got to meet Danny DeVito it, it, when I was working in the East Bay at a hospital. I went over to buy some donuts at a Safeway, and I look, and uh-huh. he, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman <laughs> buying sodas. And he, and it was during, I believe, uh, I forget what show he was doing, but he started acting like the Danny DeVito in Taxi. He goes, get away oh, from boy. Mucks. And oh, boy, he took pictures <laughs> with everybody. He was the night, him and Rhea were the nicest people. They were really. What a couple. What yeah. a couple. I mean, that was a, a true Hollywood couple that stayed together. And of course, you know, cheers. My gosh. I mean, for her, oh, that was, that was a, a real gem, wasn't it? That, that was one of the shows that I, I try not to miss. I think yeah. it's still running. Yeah, it Isn't is. Isn't it still it, running somewhere? Yeah, it's still <laughs> running. I, I, I was into the early years of Cheers more than the later years. I liked that. Uh-huh. I thought she was funny. Uh, but uh, great, great show. Really long. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was superb. But, you know, over the years, of course, Mike Love, the Beach Boys, and, and Bruce Wilson, uh, um, um, Brian Wilson, and, and Bruce Johnson, uh, especially Bruce Johnson, I would run into him in the Starbucks, coming out of the Starbucks. And a couple months ago, before I drove here out to Iowa, 
he opens my, you know, I open the window. Hey, how you doing, Bruce? He said, you know, he had just come from Starbucks getting his whatever he got. And I said, how you doing? How's your shows going? He says, look, I'm 72 something years old. And I already, I have over a hundred performances this year with the group. I said, wow. God bless you. <laughs> it's just, it's just, and he looks great. Uh-huh. I mean, they, he takes, of course he takes care of himself and he's, you know, he's always sociable. He's a very approachable guy. Uh, and of course, Mike, uh, we all meditated together on his ranch up there when he had it uh, in Santa Barbara. And uh, mm-hmm. they're really special people. And of course, I saw their 50th anniversary. I was backstage with the VIPs when they did their 50th anniversary tour at the Santa Barbara County Bowl, which wow. was phenomenal. And they had the original <laughs> guitar player with him. I don't remember his name that was playing guitar. Uh, and it was great. And then they had clips of, you know, uh, Dennis who passed on and, and one of the other brothers and they had live clips and they would sing along with them, uh, along with the videos and Mike and the, and the gang would sing along with, it was just, it was so touching, but boy, what great music the Beach Boys also oh, yeah. put through and the, yeah. the energy that they have, Absolutely. you know, the, the, I mean, most of the earth is covered with water, right? So yeah. what a, what a, what a career to talk about surfing. And sing yep. about surfing <laughs> and cars and yeah, girls absolutely. and oh my gosh. It was one and Mike is still Mike is still near and dear to my heart. He was out here for a brief period, I believe. He was going to come out. They had a conference out here, but I, I, I had missed him. I was doing some work out here also. Wow. Now you do have the most incredible stories, and we cannot end the interview unless we talk about Ellen DeGeneres and talk about the day that you introduced Jim and I to Ellen. So please tell that story. <laughs> well, it's interesting. You know, uh, when I was in Santa Barbara, Montecito, I always went to this place, you know, also have coffee and they pastries and salads and smooths with the people. And, you know, I'm sitting in my car and I had some bad news, uh, sad news from my brother. He had just lost his wife for 42 years. So I'm sitting there, I'm numb. I'm actually numb. And then I knew I wanted to talk to you guys and you had rescheduled the call just like this to talk to me, Mm -hmm. to introduce me to the global family on Twitter, like you guys have been so gracious in doing. And I'm sitting there and feeling numb and we're talking and talking and talking and doing our conversation. And Ellen DeGeneres pulls up next to me. She has sort of like a Jeep at the time. It was a gray Jeep. And she gets out of the car and you and I and Jim are talking and we're talking, talking. And I'm said, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm saying, well, I better catch her while she, when she comes out, when she went into the uh, this particular store. So I got out of the car. I sat on my back bumper and I was still talking to you guys. And then here comes Ellen right, right towards me. And I said, ciao, Ellen, how are you? And she said, fine. I said, how would you like to have some fun? She says, oh, I'm always up for fun. And, you know, I don't know if you saw any of those things where they go and they throw buckets of water on her or they do some trick to her or something. But she she was looking around her to see if some of her team was there, you know, as if she was going to be surprised with something, you know. So then she finally settled in. I gave her my phone. I said, I want you to talk to two friends of mine. Here's Florence and Jim. Uh, who are doing the wonderful forum on Twitter, whatever I said. And I put her on the phone, and then you guys got to say hello to her, which was really great. I gave Florence 15 minutes of fame, and she she choked up on me, Andy. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't talk. I wanted Florence to talk to her. Then finally I said, if we don't talk, she's going to dump the phone. So I said, <laughs> hey, how you doing, Ellen? So, uh, but Florence... Yeah. 
Courtney came came too, and uh, she did fantastic. So that was uh, well. Florence was so. I mean, Florence. I mean, you were so excited. I mean, she. Uh, I was. Ellen got I the was. idea that you really were a big <laughs> fan, and you know. <laughs> yeah. I At first, I I didn't know who Ellen was, Andy. I thought it was Ellen. Oh. Uh, I, I really didn't even know who it was until I heard her voice oh. and I said, wow, this is Ellen yeah. DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah. People, people to this day still ask um, when they see the posts on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, they'll still ask me and say, did you really get to say hello? Did you really get to chat with Ellen DeGeneres? And I'm like, yes, that is absolutely 100% a true story. And <laughs> um, people still ask me, my family will still ask me about it. So yeah, that was a very special, special moment. And you know what? It's not one of those things that you can plan. It just really no. was a moment, a great moment. Yeah. You know, it's the right place, the right time and, and pretty much in life in general. But of course, in our industry, if we're in the right place at the right time and we're ready and we're prepared and we're not expecting anything, that's when, when it always happens. I mean, I had no idea she was going to pull up next to me. There was an empty parking spot. She usually parks on the other end, but there was a parking spot open next to me. She just pulled right up. And some days I would see her walking, you know, walk past and I, I didn't disturb her. I waved to her. She waved back and, you know, cause she's familiar with me from my agents down in Los Angeles and Hollywood and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I did have my agent who is now with another agency follow up on uh, having me on the show. They were just about to go on hiatus. Mm -hmm. So we'll see mm -hmm. if, if she comes back for another season, which we have our fingers crossed. Uh, the agency that was uh, my friend was with has all the information. I gave Ellen my card before she left. I said, let's have some fun singing and cooking on the show. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll, you know, from my lips to God's ears. We'll see what happens. But it was, it's fun to share that, that experience with people yeah. who give so much. I mean, she gives millions to charities and, yes. uh, you know, cars yeah. and people who, who are really in need. Of, of course, she has, you know, the wherewithal to do that. And she's really kind hearted. And she has a very deep spiritual base. Also, her mother, her father, I was told, and her aunts were uh, Christian scientists, and they were very spiritual. So, you know, I don't really know much about her background and how she was raised, but at least she had that around her to influence her and to give. When you give, you get back a thousandfold, right, guys? That's right. Yes, so, thank God she didn't have two six five guys that were going to tackle you, uh, Andy. From uh, <laughs> well. Do you remember, you remember Arnold Schwarzenegger being our governor in California, right? Sadly. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I know. I, well, anyway, I'm at Starbucks again, the same Starbucks that I meet these people at and I'm at, I'm on my bicycle. I just did down to whatever, 40, 50 miles. And, and he gets out of his, uh, uh, what do you call it? GMC, the big double door GMC truck. And, oh, yeah. and right. The goons were there. Right. Uh, and he, he says to me, <laughs> But you want to walk bicycle, you know, how, you know, how it is, it is Austrian accent. Sure. And I said, do you remember me? I said, I was in Washington, D.C. because I had a program called Shaping Up America when President Reagan was there. Mm -hmm. President Reagan uh, appointed him the czar of physical fitness. That's right. Okay, because Reagan was yeah. a lot into fitness. Mm -hmm. So I went to an event there with all and on the dais with all these people from all over the world, mm -hmm. Bob Hope and his wife was there. And I, you remember Bob, of course, his lovely yeah, wife, sure. but they were all on the DS and it was a place, it was in Chicago. 
and they're all talking about fitness on and on and on and on. And uh, Schwarzenegger comes out and I never met him before. And I was doing a, a program called Pokerobics at the time with my sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a dance for couples uh, that, that combined the polka dancing. And it was a 117 minute video that I sold to Xerox and I traveled around the country and on cruise ships and polka festivals. So I gave him this little audio tape, polka aerobics. He's oh, polka. He says, I know, you know, cause Austria, big, big polka place, you know, the Oompa mm-hmm. Pa band. So then when I saw him again in, in, in Montecito at the Starbucks, he vaguely remembered it, of course. Then he went in, he stood in line. Uh, to get his whatever he got, he actually stood in line and people saw him there. You know, people didn't really bother him, but he had the two, his two bodyguards on each side of him, you know, so they didn't want anybody to take pictures because he was the governor at that time. But he was, you know, he was a nice, he was a nice, uh, approachable man. And uh, it was nice to see him there again. Once again, at at Starbucks, it was a timing thing. (laughs) I used to listen to I used to listen to a radio show in the morning when I was at work. It was a talk show and they announced that Bob Hope passed away. And what was so funny is a half hour later, the station got a phone call from Bob Hope's uh, chef. And he started, he started laughing. He goes, who's saying the national, you know, AP was announcing it. Everyone's announcing it. He said, I don't know how he's dead because I just served him eggs and toast. And Bob oh, for up, goodness he, sake. He thought it was so funny. Bob Hope thought it was so funny that they announced him dead. And here he is reading the paper and eating breakfast. Isn't that something? That shows to show you we, we you don't believe everything we read or hear anyway. You know, that's <laughs> right. documented. That's right. What a great guy he was. He was, yeah. And we have one more, uh, more time for one more story. Is there another celebrity that you got a good story about? Well, according to the travels that you know, when I did the uh, festival in the UK, the Isle of Wight festival, Mm -hmm. uh, the headliner was Sting, and you know he's one of my favorite musicians and people, and he's just a warm-hearted human being. And uh, I was doing my show on one of the the smaller stages because uh, his stage was huge and they had about 40,000 or so people. I mean, you know, when the UK people get together and party, they party big. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was flown in. I was in the VIP section and uh, my agent at the time uh, from London got me a, a nice booth there in the VIP section. So Sting, uh, Sting and the police, I, they said there was going to be one of their last shows. I don't know if it was. This was in. 2008, when I did the Isle of Wight Festival, I did two shows there. And I also did a show in Butlins, which is a uh, getaway holiday place for the Londoner, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, so I I go up, uh, you know, to the door and I knock on the door. And uh, you said that, you know, they're busy now after the show and they were unable to come out. So as I was walking away, uh, one of the band members from the police opens the door and they said, who's knocking at the door? I says, I sleep the singing chef and is everything okay? I said, yeah, I just wanted to say hi to you guys and I enjoy your music. And, and Sting was very, very busy. He was very nice. He opened the door a little bit. I shook his hand. I said, well, gosh, I loved your music for so many years. And, you know, he asked me what I've been doing. And I said, I just did a show over the other stage. It, would, it only had 2,000 people. I mean, he had 20, 40,000 people. <laughs> but he said, oh, very, very good, you know. And then, you know, then they, they took him right away real quick before anybody else really, you know, the media was there and everything. I didn't want to. Boom and boom, away they go in the helicopter. Then Iggy Pop took the stage. You remember oh, Iggy Pop? Wow. Iggy, Iggy Pop, Pop and the Stooges. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, he he took the stage. He's always bare chested. You know, he usually takes his shirt off. And <laughs> yeah, he's, in, he, he's in great shape, and I'll, oh, I'll always remember. Shape. Yep. Yeah, I'll always remember Florence and Jim. Unfortunately, the guy, you know, Anthony Boldain, the one of the chefs that I met in Santa Barbara, along with his friend Eric Rapur, the three-star yeah. chef from La Baudin, uh, La Bernardine in New York, he had a show on that he went to Miami, and Iggy Pop was a normal person. You saw him talk about this, that, and the other thing. In a normal way, he talked about spirituality and Buddhism and whatever that show was, he really it brought out another side of him, of course, you don't see as an entertainer or as an audience looking at an entertainer. And I really got to understand where he was coming from as an artist. Mm-hmm. And he's a, such a terrific artist. And he, he and Anthony Bourdain was walking on the beach and they filmed that little scene of walking on the beach with the seagulls and the sunset, you know, in California. Yeah. But, you know, it, you never really know what goes on in an entertainer's mind, uh, what's happening in their life. You know, people that we look up to on the big screen every day, they're normal people. They have their issues. They have their challenges like, like we do, of course. And it's really nice every once in a while to be able to run into them, you know, press the flesh and talk with them besides reading just the, you know, the things on the supermarket aisles. And, you know, my mother used to read the star magazine and all those and really believing all that, but it really is true. They're real people. They have their challenges. They have their families to deal with. And it's just such a blessing to be in the position that I am traveling and meeting people and cooking and singing for people like I do. Uh, I just love, and I really appreciate you two guys uh, you're just your family, you know, for sure. And I can't wait to meet you guys together and, and sing and cook with you and have you eat some of my food too. Absolutely. I'm so for that. And for everyone, like I said, on Monday, we are going to release this and we want to release all the things. Uh, I, Andy, can you re-release the thing that they sent uh, for the Wisconsin uh, uh, dinner that you're going to be doing? Can you put that? Yes, up? I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll repost it again. Yes, I will. That would be fantastic because Chef's yeah. been all over the world. He's done everything. He sang on shows. We we see uh, sometimes the uh, Marie Osmond people affiliated with her uh, commenting, retweeting, liking. And it's just really fun to see all the things that he has done and all the things that you're going to do because there's a lot more ahead for you. Thank you so much for That's being for sure. Show. Thank you so much, Andy, for being on the show. Um, We're totally behind you 110%. And we just, uh, again, we'll we'll put everything out next week. And uh, uh, I I look forward to all the things that are going to be happening to you in the future. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to go in the kitchen and put on the pasta water, put in the rigatoni, and put the cream in the tomato cream sauce. I'm going to heat up the peach torta and wait for my friends to bring over the gelato ice cream and i'm going to have a nice meal in your honor oh you're very, you're very <laughs> kind. enjoy thanks guys all right thank you so much Andy. all right that was chef you're welcome the singing chef andy who's going to have an amazing dinner tonight we hope he just has an amazing <laughs> thank you andy Bye. all right we'll be talking okay all right, take Tell care Bella. Bye. Ciao. Bye, Ciao. Andy. Andy has done so much. What a great life he's had and and uh, so much more ahead for him. Uh, just hope so much success for him. And uh, the stories, so much fun. I'll still, I'll never forget that Ellen story. That was, uh, 
when he yeah. said, this is Ellen DeGeneres, I said, yeah, whatever. And then I took the photo. It was Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> well, hey, Ellen, yeah, you you tell, yeah, that voice. That that's that's why I went into shock. Because once I heard the voice, I I was like, I, I can't believe this. I can't believe he's putting Ellen DeGeneres on the phone to say hello to us. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's a moment we'll never forget. Yeah, we've and to all of our guests and all the great people that listen to our show. And Angela, big shout out to you for all the things you've done for yeah. us and the support you've given us and as well, Chef, and all the people on it would take a million years for us to uh, communicate. Thank everyone. Yeah, we have, and again, we have Colin from Below Deck Med on next week. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, we're already getting a huge fervor for that show. Uh, That might be our biggest show ever, Florence. People are, Below Deck Med just had their most watched episode in the history of the show last week, and if you want, go online when the show is on a Monday night and the stars will be on. Uh, celebrities will be posting about it. I've never seen a show that has such fervor during the night of the show. People are tweeting and commenting, yes. and complaining, and <laughs> it's just such great stuff. Fantastic. It is. Yes, I can't and wait. I also- I'd also like to mention, if I can, I have a new article up on my website, FlorenceCarmella.com, and I interviewed TV sports broadcaster Laura Offman, and we talked about her company, Galvanize, which supports and nurtures and teaches women not only about their career and broadcasting and how to get into that, but also really supports them with their self-esteem and just just a lot of nurturing and a lot of really good stuff. So if you go to my website, FlorenceCarmella.com, I posted the article and it's based on my interview with Laura. And there's a lot of great information there, including her website, LauraAuchman.com. And you can get a lot of information about Galvanize as well. So I just wanted to mention that and give Laura a little shout out. That's right, Laura. We we are so appreciative of you and the kindness that, that you've shown us. And we are really going to be trying to work with Galvanize. We've talked to Laura about it and doing some more things with her because they need us just so much support because it is a tough go. It's a tough job. They're they're starting these uh, women out and they're interviewing the players and they're learning how to interview. They're learning how to can. Uh, conduct interviews and it's an amazing program that laura has going so we're very pro women at the jim jacks media network and also florence we have some great additions that we're going to be talking about florence has already announced some of them but next week we've got some bright shiny new faces some incredible talent some new talent on the horizon we cannot wait share all that we're going to do our nfl pages are going to absolutely blow up so we're excited of all the things that we're doing and please check out florence's uh articles she does a great job with them and she does great interviews with people and in fact i don't even know why i'm here florence is uh florence oh, is awesome. so uh <laughs> she does such a great job yeah. so uh Anyway, we Jim, thank will, you. Thank uh, you. Oh, you're welcome. But uh, everyone, thank you so much for all the success. I mean, we are we are just getting started, but it's just amazing. People didn't believe in us, and uh, 
you know, we just do our thing. We work so hard for you and so hard for our guests that we really want everything to go well for everybody. And Emmy Lentino, she's got stuff. We're yeah. going to do some stuff with her Big next week. week. Uh, and Big Emmeline, week. We're, wor- we're working on some stuff with her. We just, every one <laughs> of our guests are, are just like blowing up. And it's so yeah. exciting to see. Dr. Seuss. Absolutely, Dr. Seuss music. Dr. Seuss is going to be in the house. We got some things that brewing with Dr. Seuss. Tim Seuss, our very popular that we talked about his great stories. So, uh, man, it's a Florence is going to be gone for about a week in August uh, for about eight days. She can take some time off. Family vacation. Yep, family break. Good time off, and we are going to be talking on the tenth with Mike Conley and uh, Stacy Collins. It was very popular, and we're going to talk nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties music. We're going to bring up some of the popular songs, but popular groups. I love putting those posts on Twitter because people said, "Oh, I love that song. I forgot it. I love that." There's a million of those. So uh, we're going to bring up a lot of great groups and it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. And that'll be on the 10th. So it'll come out that Monday. And then at the end of the month, we have our book club starting on the 24th with uh, Jackie. Jackie Anders going to come in her, her book, uh, uh, Phoenix field to Mars is out. People buying it, loving it. Great reviews. And we also have Ella Clark. She's going to yes. do some things with us, and we're excited with her new book just getting released. Reborn. Yes, oh. her new book, Reborn, The Guardian Odyssey, which I'm yep. so excited. I read the book twice. Amazing book. This is like Shout Out Saturday, Jim. It's Shout Out Saturday. <laughs> I'm losing my voice. It's 173 degrees in Fairfield. So, uh, I'm survive. I have all the air conditioning closed and the fans off because I want to get the best sound. So I'm going to jump oh, in the backyard and hose myself down, and we oh, are going to, we are going to be raring to go. This and it'll be out Monday, and it can support yeah. all of our guests. It would really really mean a lot to us. It's foreign trying to take Absolutely. us. Back. Yes, I just like to thank everyone. It, it's been amazing, all the positivity, and. Keep liking and retweeting. Tell your friends about the forum. And thank you so, so much. Jim and I absolutely love all of you. And you guys are the best. So thank you. Have a great, great night, everyone. Bye. Be good to each other. Take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 